Welcome to Long Story Short Podcast, where we reveal short stories of an active, living God who shows up in everyday life. You paid the price for all the world to me. You paid the price for all the world to see. And for those who choose you now, Shalom. Surrender isn't really the right word for what is going on, because I think surrender is too passive. If I should ever start to have that feeling, why me? To say, no, why not me? So it's important when you go through these struggles to not blame God just because God could heal you at any moment but understand that he's sovereign and his will will reign and you can fight against it, but his will will persevere. So you might as well get on board. We first recorded Ken and Patty eight months ago on podcast number nine. According to the American dream, they should be on the verge of living out plans for the empty nest years. Instead, they've been catapulted into a dramatic journey to not only battle ALS, but wrestle with what it means to submit to God when his plans don't look like their own personal roadmap. I'm thinking about Ken simply saying, the Lord has really been with me through this. And I wonder, how is that not a miracle in itself? Ken's not sugarcoating anything. He struggles. He knows the realities he's facing. He has hard days, and yet he sees the Lord walking him through this. One thing that stands out to me is Patty reminding herself that happiness isn't the same as joy, that real joy is anticipation of something better, and that something is Christ. Now, most of us would give a big amen to that, we'd completely agree. But unless you're living out something like this, it seems kind of difficult for that truth to deeply transform our hearts. I wonder if it's only then that you have the opportunity to do the real battle, to battle to reconcile your own desires against submitting to God's sovereignty. As incredible as that transformation can be, nobody chooses that road. Nobody says, yeah, sign me up for that. There's not much we can add to this episode. My guess is their story will touch every listener differently. Along with the Browns, our prayer is for God to use it to speak to you personally. Hello, this is uh, Ken and Patty Brown again, uh, giving a little insight on our journey through ALS and how the Lord has been with us through this. Uh, Since we lasted this podcast back in March, At that time, I was using a walker. I had use of 
full use of my right hand. My left hand was a little impaired, um, and my voice and breathing were fine. Now it's October of that same year. You can probably tell if you compared the podcasts, my voice is weaker. My respiratory rate has fallen some. <clears throat> I'm in a wheelchair now. I started that in August. It got increasingly difficult to walk, and I was falling a lot in July. And so I transitioned to the wheelchair. It's a power wheelchair, and we're blessed to be veterans. And the VA is taking great care of us, so I have a great power wheelchair. Um, and that brings us here to today to talk about our journey thus far and how God has continued to be with us. Uh, so I was pulling up some notes that I had written in March and uh, just thinking about what the Lord has been doing in us and what's been going on. And what I wrote in March was that every day is a surrender to the forces that are beyond our control, a surrender to God's will. Surrender isn't quite the right word. It's more yielding to God's will. Holding loosely to the things of this earth is something I'm learning day by day, not just tangible things like um, having a handicap accessible bathroom or losing Ken's motorcycle, but our plans for what we're going to do with our lives. And I look back over that verse, over that, what I wrote in March, and I was thinking, you know, surrender isn't really the right word for what is going on, because I think surrender is too passive. That every day is submission to God, to his authority, and that if we really believe that our lives are in our own, then we're really called to submit to him. And I think of a, a Jerry, uh, Jeremy Camp psalm called I Still Believe, where he talks about, in brokenness, I can see that this is your will for me. Help me to know that you are still near and I see that um, every day, that it's submitting to his authority and to his will f for our lives. Um, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to break through that. Do you have, what do you want to add? Well, I, I shared with Patty the other day <clears throat> that I think there was a part of me that thought I'd be healed by now. That somehow I would never get to this stage of needing a wheelchair and this level of disability because surely God's going to heal me. I'm trying to do this diet thing and the lunacy thing to treat my epigenetics. I got stem cell implants in August, but all through all of it, the ALS keeps progressing. Now, intellectually, I knew that's the course of the disease. That's the expectation. But I think on some level, I thought God was going to honor one of those things or even divinely heal me and he hasn't but that's not a reason to lose my faith but um, it is a submission to him saying it's your will you're sovereign and I just have to flow down the stream I can pretend I don't want to but that doesn't matter it's your will not mine so I think one of the battles is just to receiving <coughs> what's before us day by day and to walk in the path. And it's a path that's not really lit very clearly for us, not knowing what the normal is as we go through it. I think another thing I've struggled with, and I think that this is really 
what was revealed to me about the need to submit on a daily basis is that I would at times feel bitter because for years I was a planner and I wanted to be in control and well I think we need to do this and that to prepare to be empty nesters and to live this life and we're we're going to do this and we're going to do that just like what I wrote in March um, about our plans for our lives and then to remember Proverbs where man plans his step you know where the in sixteen nine. The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. That those were our plans and not the Lord's plans. And to come to a point of acceptance with that and the struggle and finding joy in it and looking back at James and like there's joy, find it joy and suffering. What does that mean? What does that look like? And for me, oftentimes, knowing that joy isn't happiness, that joy is an anticipation of, of something better, and that something better being Christ. And you know, I'm reading a book, I was reading a book by Kara Tippetts, who had written about her trial with cancer. And she wrote that um, prior to her dis diagnosis, that she waited on big moments in life and hoped to faithfully live through those small moments and that now her big moments were appointments. Well, now she's passed, but her big moments were appointments, and the small moments are enormous. And I think about that. I think our big moments are like, oh, well, now you're going to go to the VA, and now we're going to the Mayo Clinic. But it's the small moments where we find our joy, and oftentimes I find my joy when I look at Ken. And <laughs> we talked about this, and I was probably going to cry when I talked about this, but... um that I, I look at Ken and I see the joy in his eyes and I see the smile on his face and that permeates me and helps to push away that bitterness that can sometimes creep in that I fight to push away with the power of the Holy Spirit in me but just to see the joy in his face and to laugh together as he struggles to... Um, pick up a paper clip or to move his foot from a 45 degree position to a 90 degree position to get into bed and that we're still able just to laugh at that and it just so brings joy to my heart that he is able to laugh at himself and to find joy in those moments that could be so distressing and can bring us down even more. You know, it's interesting when I see, <clears throat> I see you light up in those moments and I'm just kind of in a kind of a surreal moment of, seriously, I can't even turn my foot 45 degrees? You know, I used to be able to jump and spin in a circle and land again. And I don't know why. I think it's from the Lord that I can just laugh at. This is crazy <laughs> that you can't do this. But... It's real. Um, and the Lord <clears throat> has really been with me through this because, one, I can smile in those things. Two, I have incredible patience. Anybody who knew me before this n disease knew how incredibly impatient it was. I'd plan to do five hours of things in two hours and be incredibly frustrated that I couldn't get them all done. And I can now spend ten minutes working on a task that should take me 30 seconds 
and would have got me real angry if it took me a minute before, but I can spend 10 minutes on it, fail 20 times, and keep plugging away and just be grateful that with perseverance I can still do something. Something as simple as putting a key on a keychain. Mm-hmm. And I have to use forceps, two needle-nose pliers, and a variety of things. I, and it's a big challenge, and i got to think through, how can I do this without finger strength? But then I have a sense of accomplishment when I get those things done, even though it's kind of ridiculous that it takes me all that effort to do something. But I think it's of God that he's... You know, we said before, he grants us grace to deal with the moment, not grace to deal with the future. And with each day, he's been there to grant me the grace to persevere with the level of disability that I currently have. Do I get frustrated? Sure, I get frustrated quite often, but uh, I actually get frustrated less now than I would have on a typical day when I was healthy. Mm. That's true. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add about? No. Well, I think you, you touched on the bitterness. And I don't think I struggle with that. But I think one thing that's really helped me is I have, uh, I'm not going to reveal the person's name, but someone that I interact with that can't get over that wicked people flourish and from their take a righteous person like me is failing and how can God be fair doing that and I have to constantly push back against that that it's not it's a result of the fall and not everybody that gets sick is going to be the wicked and he just really struggles with that but the fact that I have to continue to combat that to help them see, no, that's not the will of God. God's ministering to me. If I should ever start to have that feeling, why me? To say, no, why not me? And so it's important when you go through these struggles to not blame God just because God could heal you at any moment, but understand that he's sovereign and his will will reign, and you can fight against it, but his will persevere so you might as well get on board um i think about um, proverbs 133 that scripture says that but whoever listens to me will dwell secure and be at ease without dread of disaster that that god doesn't say there won't be disaster but that we won't dread the disaster and every day is a new (laughs) mini lot you know is a new loss and yet I feel that the Lord has given us peace and he's given us manna for today. We have enough manna for today and we don't need to worry about the manna for tomorrow. That we are dwelling secure and that we desire to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Thanks for taking some time with us and the Browns as they share this update. While our hearts break with them, we're thankful for their willingness to let us into a very personal experience. We continue to pray for them and anyone listening who is feeling the weight of life right now. And if you're not in that kind of season, can we encourage you to reach out to someone who is? An encouraging word, a note, a prayer, a meal, or simply a listening ear can help to lighten the load 
as they do battle. Thanks again for listening to another installment of Long Story Short Podcast. We appreciate you, our listeners, for taking time to download, listen to, and tell us how the podcast has helped you see God taking an active role in your own story. And thanks for checking out the website, longstoryshortpodcast.com. You'll find direct links on the site to add the podcast to your iTunes player, to Stitcher, TuneIn, and soon to Google Play. You can help us by searching for longstoryshortpodcast.com in your favorite podcast player on your phone or tablet and adding us to your favorite playlist. By going into iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Google Play and rating our podcast and leaving a review, you participate in the story that God is telling you will find us on Facebook and on Twitter at LS Short Podcast. The point of the podcast is to tell everyone about the glorious things God does. So thank you in advance for sharing, liking, and tweeting links to the story in your network. And thanks to Les Elias and the Sons of Evie for their music contributions. Check out links to their website in the show notes. Bye-bye.